What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Always Two. There are a Star Wars discussion podcast. I'm Josiah here with my co-host, hey. Steven. <laughs> oh, <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm dying. <laughs> I tried to speak, the, and then I just went, ah! The fake out. <laughs> My co-host paused for effect, and you were like, hey, wait, and then and then you died. Can that, should that be the cold open <laughs> in the first 30 seconds of the podcast? No, because that was nothing but peaking. Maybe, uh, here's what we'll do. That'll be the cold open, and then we'll re-record the intro, and it'll be normal. Okay. Let's re-record the intro. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Always Two. There are a Star Wars discussion podcast. I'm Josiah, here with my co-host, Steven. Hey, guys. It's great to be here today. Indeed. (laughs) Dude, no. Indeed. You messed it up already. You messed it up already? Indeed. (laughs) This week, uh, we're coming to you with one of our character spot... Oh, he's looking at me like he's angry. Should I go back? No, no, no. You're good. You're good. Oh, I think he's angry that I didn't do the bit. What bit? We don't have bits. We have bits. And we don't have a second episode. No, we have a second episode. We don't have... We have an unreleased episode. Episode two? Epi- the lost episode two. Anyway, uh, this week we are coming at you with one of our character spotlight episodes talking about the infamous Pong Corell. Yeah. Yeah. Pong Corell. Pong Corell, as can be seen in the Clone Wars arc. I don't, I don't know which uh, arc it is. A Darkness on Umbara. The Umbara arc. The Umbara arc. Um, Pong Krell is a basilisk man. He be real tall. He really do be. Yeah, he he kind of thick. He is four arms. He got a double chin. <laughs> he, he's this is not helping chin. anyone. <laughs> uh, he's a big dude. He's got four arms and therefore wields two double lightsabers, which is his coolest feature. It really is. His lightsabers are my favorite. In Your show. favorite There's... lightsaber sound yes. in the entire saga. Yes. That's fine. Um, you seem offended at that. Yeah, I just think <laughs> you could do better. Okay, so Josiah, why don't you uh, explain to us what these character spotlight episodes so, are? So, character spotlights are going to be a lot of different things. Um, there's going to be some that are like 20, knowing us, 30 minutes long. Uh, and it's just going to be us kind of explaining some more obscure, less well-known, which is the definition of obscure. It is. <laughs> Star Wars characters, uh, kind of just bringing you guys into the loop of like these characters that we will mention often. People like Poncrell, Kit Fisto, uh, will at, at some point Ezra and Kanan and Cat Commander Cody and just all of these like these people that m- most Star Wars fans know of but don't know a ton about, right? And so we're just kind of kind of bring you into the loop. Uh, I'm definitely looking forward to characters like Quinlan Voss, Cad Bane, Cal Kestis, yeah, Star Killer, Cal Kestis. Really, Star Killer? I I figured he'd and, be one of and the... Cal Kestis. 
They, I had figured you'd want those to be like main episodes. Um, and more in-depth so reviews. There of will the also be there will also be um, character spotlight episodes that are more mainline episodes. These will be people like Obi Wan Kenobi, Anakin Skywalker, Cal Kestis, Star Killer. <laughs> Cal Kestis. <laughs> okay, we get it. You like Cal I Kestis. love Cal Kestis and Starkiller. Today we're talking about Pong Krell. This is going to be one of our shorter, more informative episodes. Uh, yeah. Later we're going to have some more in-depth reviews and discussions about characters. Uh, those will be multiple episodes long, depending on the character. Like Anakin or Obi-Wan will be oh, definitely. long episodes. Oh, definitely. Those will definitely be like part threes. Yeah. But today uh, we're talking about Pong Krell. Um, Pong Krell is infamous, as I said earlier. Uh, for what reason, Stephen? He fell to the dark side. He's one of the first like fallen Jedi that I know of during the Clone War era. Yeah, that like we see it happen. Yes, and yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Um, it's it's a great arc because you really at the beginning of it you meet Ponkrell, and you don't like him, but you can't figure out why. Right, he just kind of comes off as like a. A hard butt. Yeah, he's just a jerk to everybody. He treats clones like crap. He does. He treats clones like, like it, it's on a spectrum of like him to Plo Koon. Like he is one, and Plo Koon is ten in terms of like treating oh, clones absolutely. with respect. And we have those like, it, the, but it, it to a degree, it makes sense, and you don't like it because he treats the clones like they are replaceable because yeah, they are expendable. Yes, they are expendable, and they are replaceable in the sense that th- he can just go to Camino and order another batch. 66, Yeah, per se. And The bad batch, per se. They'll get grown, and they'll be shipped to him. And even the Kaminoans like, refer to them as their property. It's pronounced Kaminoans. You're right. <laughs> and they live in the sea of anemones. <laughs> No lack of Pixar quotes on our Star Wars podcast. Yep. It's all part of Disney. It is. We're all in the monopoly. But he's also just like, he's the hyper-efficient military leader. Yeah. And that's really how he comes off at first, like the first two episodes of the arc. And you're just like, I don't like him, but I understand that it, it's he's really just the hyper-efficient by the books kind of general whereas rex is with anakin and ahsoka just kind of like let's wing it yeah and see what happens we we stand captain rex so so and then and then we realize why he hates the clones that he also hates the jedi and the republic you know what sounds like sounds like a bad guy he is a bad guy he do be a bad guy though yeah, it's great to see on screen because does he show up in the canon outside of the Clone Wars? I it's a good question. I haven't read any of the Clone War era comics, but I wouldn't be surprised if he's in there. Um, it would make sense. He does not. Oh, okay. There's a there's a book. It looks like set during the Umbara arc. Okay. But he does not appear outside of the Clone Wars. All right. So we have four episodes to go off of here. Uh, okay. Hold on a minute. But I think that's... I think he's that's in funny. some, like, guides and stuff like that, but he's not... 
mm. in in terms of canon. Yeah. Wait, what is Queen's Hope? Hold on, I maybe I am incorrect here. I've been proven wrong in seconds. Tower defense mobile game. <laughs> And a canon young adult novel that I'm scared to read. I'm assuming it's like by mention only. Probably. Anyway, uh, he basically appears in Clone Wars. Yeah, because he's a pretty minor character. He He's never mentioned outside of the Umbara arc, and he's in there to be the, the villain of the arc. Which I think is interesting because really I would say Ponquell's main purpose as a character is to kind of... What's the word? I can't think of the word I'm looking for. He's there to illustrate how war can affect the Jedi. Yeah, yeah. Because you got to think, like, the Jedi are not so infallible that being constantly neck deep in warfare, some of them wouldn't turn to the dark side yeah yeah and without pong krell's story then we would go on thinking like oh the jedi they don't fall to the dark side because of war because because most of the time we're seeing characters like plo koon kit fisto who are these i don't don't know how to describe them they're 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 very very, altruistic they're, they're very grounded they are and very set in their ways, and they don't like the war doesn't affect them as much. Pong, um, or but they're also Pong. they're also high council members, so that may be a piece of it. Yeah, Plo Koon is also is uh, also very like spiritual and philosophical, on top of being pretty grounded. Mm-hmm. Plo Koon, or not Plo Koon, uh, Pong Krell never really struck me as someone who was spiritual. I mean, we did mention in our beginner's guide episode that. Wielding a dual bladed lightsaber is uh, it is just a symbol of more aggressive combat, and he has two right. of them. <laughs> so he does. He doesn't strike you as the that's like. A, that's actually an interesting point because the original double bladed lightsaber was created by a Sith. Yeah, and it was, and partly because it was created by well, not a Sith, but a fallen Jedi who became un- the unanointed Sith. Yeah, he. And then he used it to kill his own master on Coruscant, and it kind of became the symbol of fallen Jedi. Hmm. And so the Jedi, like in the deep lore, the Jedi hate the double-bladed lightsaber for that reason. And he's got two of them. <laughs> he's got two of them, yeah. Uh, or at least the the Old Republic Jedi didn't like him. So yeah, I think that that's an interesting... Yeah, we got a cover when he does what he does with the clones and oh my goodness it is it is peak television (laughs) just the storytelling villainy yeah yeah peak villainy and watching rex go through it with everyone else is it's a good journey yeah it's it's rough to watch anyway what we are very very loosely alluding to is when Poncrell tells the clones um, there's two groups of clones, and I, I, it's been a while since I watched it, so you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to correct That's me right. where I'm wrong. There's two groups of clones, and what he does is he tells both groups that the battle droids have gotten hands on sets of clone armor, and that they're wearing this clone armor. So if you're out and you see clones open fire, 
their battle droids dressed up as clones. And so these two clone troops go out, they meet each other, and they open fire on each other, and there's an entire battle that is completely against clones. Except when you're watching this, you don't know that there's two groups of them. Um, Not at first. Because eventually, because then when the perspective, because it starts with the 501st. Yeah, yeah. That was loaned to Pongrel, and they're shooting at what they think are droids, and then like two minutes later, the uh, the camera switches. There's a cut, and we're now on the perspective of the quote unquote battle droids, and they're talking like clones, and we're like, oh no, they're clones. Yes, yeah, and then when when Rex figures it out, he go he goes up to one of the bodies, takes a helmet off, and he's like, and he starts running through the battlefield. Stop, stop, we're shooting on our own. And then you see uh, one of the greatest scenes of Jedi on clone combat in the entire series. Yeah. Pong Krell taking on the 501st is amazing. It really is. And they I, they really use their environment because yeah. Umbara is like this dark, foggy, kind of jungly planet with a lot of like alien plants that have like tentacles and like big thick vines and some of them are like sentient plants that are carnivorous and uh the 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 arc the show does a good job setting up the plants as being dangerous and then later in the battle with Pongrel, the clones use these dangerous plants to help trip up the fallen jedi i think it's really cool uh, but yeah that battle was that was the the reveal to both us and the clones that he's a, an actual villain. He do be a bad guy. He do. Because up until then, it's just he's very by the book. He's like, you follow my orders. You do not question them because I'm the general. You're the commander. You're just this foot soldier. Yeah. And it's at this point, like, we've already had some stuff to suggest that, like, eh, he's a bad person. Yeah. But not, but like, the villain. Some Sometimes bad people are good generals. That's kind of how the whole thing works. Sometimes, yeah. Uh, definitely someone who would be court-martialed. Yeah. Uh, for bad orders. But not the kind of, like, he's the enemy. Yeah. Kind of situation. Uh, and it, it, it it's uh, interesting in this story. Oh, yeah. And it was interesting in this arc to see Dogma... Because Dogma was... He's part of the 501st. Or was he one of Pongrel's? I think he was Pongrel's. But like he's like loyal to a fault. Hence yeah. the name Dogma. Yeah. But he... It, it took Pongrel pitting his clones versus the lone 501st for Dogma to be like... Okay, he's a bad guy that needs to go down. But even then... He was like, we're not going to kill him. We're going to capture him and he'll stand trial. Yeah. And the 501st is like, and yeah, no, he's dead if, if we can make it happen. And they can't. <laughs> and they can't. So they do eventually uh, capture him. And then what happens? I think they just turn him in, right? No. Oh. He goes, he's in his prison cell. And he is ranting at this point about how this whole thing was his, like, magnum opus for, uh, what's his name? Christopher Lee's character. Tarani Rani? Yeah, Tarani Rani. 
uh, for Count Dooku. And he's just like, this is going to prove to Count Dooku that I've embraced the dark side and I'm worthy to be his apprentice. And then the, and he's like, and the Sith will rise and the Jedi will fall and yada, yada, yada. And it's at this point, dogma, like at this point, you know, Rex is just like, oh yeah, we'll turn you in because we've already got you in cuffs. We've already got you on, uh, in a prison cell. And Pong Krell's just like, when I get out of here, I'm killing all of you and blah, 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 blah. And then dogma just deactivates the force field, pulls out his blaster and executes Pong Krell on the spot. This is the this is the story of a a D and D player who came to session one with an incredibly toxic character <laughs> and was killed by an NPC by the end of session one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everyone was like, "This is terrible. This has got to go." And then the DM was like, "And you're done. You're we're, we're done with this. You roll yep. a new character, pal." Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have any final thoughts on Poncrell? I believe we have fairly poorly explained this man and his desires and story arcs and lightsabers and such, etc. I think we did a good job. I don't. But hey, it's going to get released anyway, so <laughs> it doesn't matter what I think. Why? Okay, hold on. Why do you think we did a bad job? Uh, I don't know. Because somebody in this room has got to disagree with you or... The world oh. is going to go down hard. <laughs> okay. okay. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that's all we got today for Pong Krell. Surprisingly short episode for Steven's favorite. <laughs> hey, there's not much to say. There's only four episodes to go on. I mean, of. valid. So we will we'll cover this in more detail when we cover the Embara arc uh, oh, definitely. In, in our Clone Wars series to be determined at a later date. Um. Anyway, yeah, pretty sure that's all we got. Steven, yep. any final anything to add? No, I think we discussed it all, uh, but we'll, we'll be doing more of these character spotlights. Yeah. And going over just the side characters and the and the the kind of lesser known background. Yeah. Like Quinlan Voss started out as just an extra. And now, and now he has a mention in the live action Star Wars universe. He does. Well, he was part of the live action Star Wars universe. He was sitting next to Sebulba. On Tatooine, when Jar Jar tried to steal that frog lizard. Are you serious? Yeah. And people were just like, who's the guy with the yellow stripe on his face? And, and you were like, I'm dying inside. And people saw him. Joy. There's, that's it? He's yeah. just an extra with a yellow that's stripe. It. That's and all we've got. And here we are now. Yeah. At still the end talking. of the episode. But, but we'll, we'll, we'll see y'all guys next thanks week. Thanks for listening. And as always... May the first be with you. Okay. <laughs> Adios. <laughs> Don't you dare. Alrighty. I thought you were going to go. <laughs>